Happy New Year and hey, welcome to the channel. It's a little weird saying Happy New Year because today is not the new year, but I am recording this for the new year. My name is Quenisha and this is Be A Better Baddie, the podcast for the woman who is ready to elevate and tap into her inner baddie. If you're new, welcome. If you are not new, welcome back. Hey girl. Today we're gonna be talking about how we can create our own realities through our thoughts. So if you are ready to get started, do make sure to like the video, subscribe if you're feeling a little spicy, and let's jump into today's video. So have you ever been around someone that constantly complains about their life? They don't like the way anything is going. They don't like the people they're interacting with. They just, they just aren't really happy with anything but you also don't see them doing anything necessarily to improve their life. It's almost as if these people love suffering. There are people who literally will just sit there and say, this sucks. And they won't do anything to fix it. So this video is for the person who hates their life and needs some help changing it, a little push. Maybe you don't know where to start. Or maybe you're the person that's ready to change something little and starting with small changes will obviously add up to monumental changes so this video is for you if you feel like you are stuck and you don't know where to go next today we're going to talk about how your current reality is a reflection of your mindset so everything that you have in here it manifests itself into a physical reality whatever you think is possible is possible like remember barney used to say if you believe it you can achieve it i think barney said that but seriously, if you can believe it, then you probably can achieve it. With it being the first day of the new year, I really, really want you all to take out the time, really reflect on your mindset if you haven't done so already, but really reflect on your mindset and try to do everything in your power to really make the next couple of months, because we're not waiting for an entire year to start making changes. I refuse to tell you, you have an entire year. You do. You do have an entire year, but let's shorten this timeline a little bit. We are going to do everything in our power to make the next couple of months the best couple of months, the months when you have really put forth the most effort you can to manifest this new reality that you want. And I don't use the word manifest as in like the actual manifesting, if that makes sense, like the the write something down three times. I don't know about that. I'm talking about like the the literal word manifest either way this year we are going to elevate to the most ideal version of yourself the version you think is the most ideal not me not her not him you now everyone's heard of the word mindset but what exactly does it mean so mindset is defined as the established set of attitudes held by someone and i believe that we are all co-creators of our mindset no one is the sole creator of their mindset we're connected to so many different outside factors we have subconscious programming from our family, our ancestors, the media, different structures. So when I talk about shifting your mindset, it's not, hey, start thinking happy things and things will happen for you. That's a part of it. But there's so many other things around you that you need to restructure, rethink, and those things will help you cultivate this new mindset that we're talking about. So hopefully today's conversation will provide you with a couple of nuggets for you to take and start tweaking that mindset. One of the primary mindset shifts that I want to drive home is that you are deserving. So one of the D's in baddie, if you don't know, baddie stands for balanced, authentic, deserving, driven, iconic, and evolving. So 
every single letter means something. I want to drive home today that you are deserving. Now, deserving is defined as being worthy of treated in a particular way and definitely in a positive way. To step into a state of deservingness is you releasing fear and truly expressing love for yourself. By you staying in situations and positions where you aren't allowed or you don't allow yourself to be the most ideal version of yourself, and I'm talking friendships, I'm talking relationships, jobs, whatever, you're doing yourself a disservice. So let's jump into some strategies you can use to help shift your mindset so you can become this most ideal version of yourself in your reality. Number one is going to be start feeding your mind healthy things. We've all heard that we are the average of the five people that we hang out with. You're also the average of the media you consume. Let's be serious. Now, I'm not going where you think I am. I'm not going to tell you cut the trashy TV. No, because I'm going to continue to watch The Real Housewives of Everything. I believe that that content is not only educational, but also aspirational. But there comes a point when you really have to reevaluate the type of media you're consuming, the amount of media you're consuming. And I'm talking all media, right? Not only just social media, not only the TV you watch, also the books you read, also the music you listen to, the news you watch, all of that. It helps shift your mindset and help you create thoughts about what the real world is or isn't. And I want to give a quick example about how the media has truly shifted everyone's mindset. Nene got on Real Housewives of Atlanta and she was going to visit. I forgot whose house she was going to visit. And the person had a white refrigerator. White refrigerators right then was deemed as ghetto. How many times have you seen a white refrigerator in someone's house since then? I literally didn't want to buy a white refrigerator from my house. When I was looking at refrigerators, I was like, oh, a white refrigerator, honey. Mm -mm. It's got to be black or stainless steel. And prior to that, I, I didn't think about the color of a refrigerator, right? But the media has shifted all of our perception, and that's the way we gauge someone's wealth or status, right? What color is their refrigerator? When you look at an Airbnb, there's a white refrigerator. We don't want that. And yes, it's crazy, but that's just the way it is. You can't say the media does not shape your mindset because it does. So a huge part of us shifting our mindset is really changing the things in the types of media that we consume to more purposeful or more meaningful things that help us, but also entertaining because we still need entertainment. But what type of entertainment? What do we find entertaining? Ultimately, you want to make sure that your mind is taken care of. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the time we spend consuming media. So we could literally scroll on TikTok for I may be speaking for myself now, but you can scroll on TikTok for hours sometimes and you lose track of the time and you don't even know what the first TikTok is that you've seen. At that point, it, it's a waste of time. Like it's gone in your brain. You don't even remember. It. You don't recall it. You can't use the information. It was just that quick dopamine hit that you got. So really consider the time you spend consuming media. I set a two hour timer for all social media. And it's hard some days when I am like creating videos in TikTok and Instagram when I'm like, dang. But ultimately, sometimes I extend the timer, but the timer is still there and I have good intents. So I've set the timer and now I find myself sometimes getting tired of scrolling, even if I don't have anything else to do. I don't want to read. I'll just turn off TikTok. I don't turn off my phone. Move it. 
And I'll listen to like a podcast or I'll read a book or I'll just sit there and listen to music because at some point, what is the purpose of me scrolling on TikTok so much? Some of the other things I've done to really control the amount of media that I consume is turning off the TV. I have my set shows that I watch. So I watch all the Real Housewives that are on. So right now it's Beverly Hills. They have a Roni, OG Trip, Potomac, and Married to Medicine. So after I watch those shows, I'll turn the TV off because then all I'm doing is looking for something else to watch and there's nothing else for me to watch. So you already caught up on your girls. Awesome. Go read a book. And obviously, I like books. If you don't like books, read a magazine. Bring magazines back, okay? You can get them for free on Libby too, by the way. So turn off the TV, read, listen to a podcast. Don't search for something to watch on TV. Now, in terms of scrolling, another thing that I've done is I've started scrolling more on Pinterest. Pinterest has more aspirational and educational content. They have infographics. They have different aspirational things. The, the algorithm on Pinterest takes me to different blogs. So now I've started scrolling more on Pinterest rather than scrolling on TikTok or Instagram. The third thing I've done to create this healthy media diet is unfollow negative pages. So the shade room, I stopped following them a long time ago. The spiritual world, all of them, I was just like, what? What is my purpose and what is your purpose here? And instead, the pages that I tend to follow are things that are aligned with my interests or definitely pages that show Black women in a positive, luxurious light. Like, I just want to see Black women thriving. That's literally all I want to see on my feet. So don't show me anything else. Overall, when you do this to really reshape your media diet, you're reshaping the way the world looks to you and expanding like what is possible in a sense. So I said earlier that Real Housewives was something aspirational. Are their behaviors actually aspirational? No, but being able to go on a large trip with your friends and going to a beautiful villa and having house staff that can wait on all of your needs all the time that's something I aspire to. So yes, I am going to continue watching Real Housewives for that reason. Number two is to release the idea of perfection. Things will never, ever roll out perfectly, no matter how much you plan them, no matter how perfect you are. So releasing this idea of perfectionism is going to relieve you of so many constricting thoughts and really ease the mental load that you carry around. Perfectionists strive to be perfect in every aspect of their life. And when they make mistakes or they fail at something, they view it as a reflection of their existence. So these perfectionists tend to get their self-worth from their accomplishments and their productivity levels. And feeling like you need to be fully optimized all the time to have the fully optimal result isn't healthy for your mindset. Now, you're probably thinking, well, how is perfectionism really ruining my mindset, Quinisha? Don't worry, I'll tell you. So one... You're afraid to try new things because you're afraid to fail at them. You haven't actually failed. You're just afraid at the idea of failing because you want to be perfect. You may not fully believe in yourself and your capabilities because someone else hasn't validated those capabilities yet. When you're being a perfectionist, you're also not really being your authentic self. I believe perfectionists are really afraid to show them true selves because they want to show the most pristine, perfect, clean version of themselves. And... If that's dirty or wrong, they don't want to show it. But honestly, all of us are just people with flaws. So be it. Life goes on. My mom always says I'm so nonchalant about things. And 
at the end of the day, if it's not life or death, why put so much emotion into it and waste so much time? Just move on. But reality is not perfect. So if you want to really, really move into this most ideal version of yourself, releasing this idea of a perfect setting, perfect life, perfect whatever, you need to do that because it's holding you back. Your ideal self is not perfect. Your ideal self knows herself, knows her flaws, knows how to navigate challenges, and knows how to pick herself back up. That's what your most ideal version knows how to do, and that's the part of yourself that you need to nurture and really pour into. The third way you can change your mindset to really, really take control of your reality is to visualize. I think visualizing is the most fun. So if you think back to when you were a child, you used to play dress up as this most ideal version of yourself. I personally used to write down lists of things I would need when I went to college when I was younger because I knew that would be what my most ideal self would be doing. And we did it without a care in the world, right? You played dress up as a doctor and you didn't even know there was a periodic table of elements. So there were no limits placed on ourselves when we were children. But now that we are adults, we place these unnecessary pressures on ourselves and feel like we can't dream anymore. And I'm not with it. I'm still dreaming. I am going to keep dreaming until I can't dream anymore. So when I say visualize, I mean dream, like literally put the work into dreaming. I still do these things. Like I still dress up as the version of myself that I want to be. This is me visualizing. I still write down all of the things that I want to do. I write down a dream bucket list. I write down what and where I want to do, how I want to do it. All of these things are still written down for me. I still dream. I think another one that is really powerful is going to places where I aspire to be. When I go to the spa, I try to find spas that really, really within my price range right now. Because, babe, let me tell you real quick, spas are expensive. So I try to go to places and spas where I can see dream Quenisha. When I'm going to work at a coffee shop, for instance, and I just recently started going to coffee shops to work. And that's another place where Dream Quenisha would want to go. So start going to those places where you can see the most ideal version of yourself. Placing yourself in these situations, playing dress up as the most ideal version of yourself makes you feel like, oh, I can see myself wearing this when this happens. Going into these spaces where you would see the most ideal version of yourself makes you more comfortable. It makes it more tangible of you actually occupying the space or like you go into a store that you cannot afford, but you still want to look around. You can then say, I can see myself shopping here. Tapping into these situation expands what you know is true and makes that reality more attainable for you. What seems impossible now possible because you've been there, you've worn it, you've walked amongst the, the crowd you wanted to or done the things you wanted. Do it. In my episode about rebranding a few months ago, I talked about this activity that I absolutely love. And it is basically drawing this version of yourself, the most ideal version of yourself. And you're going to draw little lines coming from this person, like a web, and explaining things that this person does, their traits, their tendencies, their hobbies, what they like to eat, what they look like, what they dress like, right? All the things that the most ideal version of yourself will do. You put it on this piece of paper. 
keep this piece of paper with you to remind you this is the beginning of your rebranding process. And this is the first part of you shifting your mindset so that you can create your reality. In your mind, you already have this version of yourself in your head. And whatever limitations you've placed on this person, take it off the person on the paper. The person that you're drawing on the paper has no limits. She can do anything she wants. Therefore, you can do whatever you want. And I know this sounds a bit woo-woo, and I think I am entering my woo-woo area because I truly do believe that anything you want to do, you can do it. The last thing I'm going to share with you all today about how to really control your mindset so that you can control your reality is to stop being so negative. Stop. Stop. Please stop being negative. And... I used to think that this was a joke when I first heard about an abundance mindset, but really an abundance mindset truly does shift the way you think about things. To be honest, some of you are stuck in this current reality because you think that's all you can achieve. You have a scarcity mindset. You don't feel like you have enough, so you hoard. You don't feel like you're good enough, so you stay in crappy relationships and crappy friendships. You don't think there's enough success for everyone, so you get mad when you see someone else succeeding. You're afraid to take any risk, big or small, because the potential of you failing is scarier than you actually trying. And last, you feel like things in life are always happening to you rather than you feeling like you're in control of your life and you make life happen for you. If you feel any of these, you probably have a scarcity mindset. You can't do these activities of imagining yourself with no limitations if you feel as though this is this is all you get, if you don't believe that all of this is out here. Start being the most ideal version of yourself by picking out positive things and choosing to see the positive. Humans naturally pick out negative because we have the bias to do so, right? Whenever we hear, wow, your sweater looks really nice today. And then we also hear, why do you have that sweater on? It's, it's kind of ugly. We forgot about, wow, that sweater was pretty today. All we think is, wow, he thought my sweater was ugly. Who else thinks my sweater is ugly? It kind of is ugly. OMG, why do I have it on? We're hardwired to think these negative things and have these negative biases, mainly because of our DNA and we've been hardwired to do so. However, we no longer have to run from tigers and decipher whether or not that rattling we heard was a tiger coming to attack us. Now, instead, we're on the lookout for people who are talking about us. I think this is really one of the reasons that drove me to want to talk about this. It's because when you're constantly looking for negative things, you feel negative things all the time and you think everyone else around you is also being negative when that is not the case. So when you constantly look for negative, you're going to feel negative things. So let's look for the positive, focus on the positive, and I promise you, you are going to feel more positive things coming towards you. And it doesn't even have to be positive. I don't, you don't even have to go that far. Literally view it as neutral. I'll tell you a quick story. So I went to Caravana with my friends this past year in July. I lost my phone, right? I'm in a different country. I'm at this huge festival and my phone is gone. So I could have chosen to boohoo cry. I could have chosen to be upset about it. I could have chosen to do do plenty other things, right? It wasn't a good situation at all, but I chose to remain neutral because what else am I going to do? Who am I mad at? If anything, am I mad at myself? I don't even know what happened to it. I don't know if it fell out my fanny pack or someone unzipped my fanny pack and got it. But the phone is gone at the end of the day. So all I can do is kind of think, okay, well, I have no phone. 
and figure out what my next steps are after that. And that's what I did. I remained neutral. I got back to the hotel and I got on my iPad, made connections with who I needed to make connections with, shut off whatever accounts I needed to, and then proceeded with the trip. Because at the end of the day, I'm still on a trip. Like, what could I do? So in that moment, viewing it as a neutral thing was the best thing for me to do. There was no reason for me to start a hoopla, throw a tantrum, because what else? I also wasn't going to be happy, you know? I wasn't going to be like, oh, thank God. Now, I did I did say at the end, I was like, hmm, it was probably time for me to get a new phone. I felt like I had made so many other big changes in my life that it wasn't meant to come with me for this next leg of my trip in life, you know? I heard this quote the other day that I am absolutely in love with, and it is, love yourself first and the world will love you back. I feel like that sums up everything that I've been talking about in this entire episode. If you move with love, love will move towards you. That's it. And that's what you need to do to expand your reality. Start loving yourself. Start loving more people around you. Start loving the situations you're in. Be grateful, right? Gratitude and love. Again, I'd say this is woo-woo, but it's so true. All those little quotes I used to read as a child, they make so much sense. Literally, gratitude and love will change so much for you. So I want you to create this new norm for yourself. If your life isn't working out for you, if you are not happy with your life right now, change the norm and you have the capabilities to do so. Let me know what you think about the video in the comments below and I will see you all next week. Bye.